well. I I don't I don't I don't know what to say. <laughs> what? You don't? No. I mean, you know, our our last episode, like mm-hmm. how 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 do you What what? Like, huh? How you know, how do, how do you set up the end like this? How do you Yeah. What if what if that was What if that was true? What if that's what I wanted? What if I was done and this is how I was telling you? It was like I, You know, it's all you know. fair. All's fair in love and war and podcasting and I guess I'd say it's been a good run and we'll see you at the staff Christmas party, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, at the at the 25-year reunion. But like still, <laughs> what a what a dick thing to, you know. I don't want to end. No. No, no, no. I'm not ready to end. Yeah. Not yet. 100 mm. freaking episodes in a little, wow. little over what? In about a year and a half. It's been about a year and a half. <laughs> and we talked about this on the the 007 series. Almost half, almost 50% of these episodes are either Harry Potter, Star Wars, or James Bond. Right. Or, yeah, you know, or, yeah. or in some way have something to do with Lost in Translation. <laughs> I would feel like 90 of these 100 episodes do. Good Lord. A lot Ooh. of them, I would say, not the majority of them, but but quite a few, a significant number of them uh, mention and or feature Carl Eastman. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, yep. he was big at the beginning of the show. We got to get him back. We do. We do. Get him back in and talk some stuff. I, you know, my little pony with him. <laughs> well, I, if you're going to bring someone in, then bring something, you know, talk about something that they're an expert in. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. You, yeah. you got to put someone in a situation to succeed. That's the situation that he would succeed in. Right. Uh, so a hundred episodes. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's cliche, but goes without saying, uh, we wouldn't be doing this without you. Oh yeah, um, for sure. You know? Uh, yeah. We. I think in many ways, I think we are pleasantly surprised with the, the audience turnout with, yes your response to what we do um can, and, and that means a lot can i say like just for context so i think we're obviously 100 episodes but i think we're like quickly approaching the 6000 listen mark which is which is fun which is great we are we're past it yeah yes yeah yeah no we're not just about just about close just about past it we will we got like yeah. 70 listens to go yeah um yeah and so you know it it's interesting. Okay, so what this episode is going to be, if you can't tell by the the, the posts we've been making and the title of the episode, is we're just gonna, <laughs> you know, we've got a bunch of questions to answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we put out some feelers there for sort of a Q and A, ask us anything type thing. Um, and on top of that, we're just gonna talk. We're mm-hmm. just gonna reminisce. We're gonna tell some fun stories. Yep. We're gonna, I, I think in many ways, sort of pull back the veil. Yeah, um, I think so. And let you let you in on, you know, some fun things, things that we've talked about before, either on here um, or on Patreon. And, um, you know, and just, just kinda, if yeah, if you've heard it before, get over it if you haven't heard it before good for you yeah um 
Next week, we will return to, you know, if this is, if you're listening to this and you're going, this is bullshit, this is not, <laughs> this is not what I'm, you know, I don't care about this, then mm-hmm. next week we'll be back to normal. So, it's, you know, hang in there. Our, our, our motivations behind this are, we wanted to do something different for episode 100, obviously, and I feel like our, our mission, vision, value... Our, our bread and butter of the show is we always want your input. We let you kind of decide what movies we want. So we thought something, and I, I think this is Brady's idea, so I'm going to give him the credit. But what we wanted to do is we wanted an interactive way to celebrate episode 100 with you. And what better interactive way than answer questions that you guys had about the show? Because it's all about the journey we've taken with you, you go, coming along with us. And it's fun just to kind of mm-hmm. have that interaction. So we are happy to answer these questions. I, in the last year and a half, I have been a part of more people's morning commute than I was prior to starting a podcast. <laughs> Almost right. a 200% increase. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, let's, there's a couple of things I think we want to say, uh, or at least stories I want to talk about, aside sure. from the questions that have been asked. I don't yeah. know if we want to... Maybe save those for the end. Sure. Um, yeah. So that we don't have any redundancy. Yeah. With okay. what's in the questions. Yep. Yep. That's fair. Um, for the most part, I can't speak for Pete. Yeah, uh, yeah. I have seen all the questions that have been asked. Right. Uh, but I haven't really put any thought into any of them. Um, mm. Actually, I said I was going to put thought into some of them. I really haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I just got busy. I yeah. really haven't put any thought into any of these. That's all right. Um, so they're all super. They're all super candid and honest, and and cool. you know, hey. And we may reveal some secrets, and hey. we may spoil some future stuff. Who knows? I've who you know knows? who knows what's going to happen here. Who knows? So um, Pete is going to be our master of ceremonies. Mm-hmm. And by that, I just mean you know he's more organized than I am, so he will be. <laughs> He will be answering or asking the questions. Um, we'll both yeah. be answering. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's yeah. get into it. I leave, I, I leave this in your hands, good cool. sir. Cool. Your good hands, good sir. Good hands, good sir. There, there might be a bit of bouncing around. So there, most of these questions are organized in way of just bulking them by who asked them, um, or at sure. least when, more so when they were asked, because we posted a and few Facebook, times. Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. So, so there might be a bit of bouncing from like show questions about kind of pulling the curtain back to like just film related questions. So there, there's going to be sure. a bit of bouncing back and forth in that way, but let's do personal interests and things. Yeah. Yeah. The, f- the yeah. first, the first question is how'd you guys meet? <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you want to, I mean, we can both answer this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel, I feel I like mean, it's, in- it's interesting. <laughs> like the way that we actually met right. was um, just a mutual friend group. Oh yeah. Um, Every everyone met, comes on the show friend. like guests. They're like, oh, like how you guys must be like you know best friends since like grade four, like kindergarten. Yeah, like you were you know <laughs> pulling crayons out of each other's nose and grade <laughs> right. two. But no, no. Um, we had a mutual friend named Jeremy Toman. Yep, who was house sitting for someone. Right. Um, and there was like a group that got together and played board games and did mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Uh, and and of note, I came along Carl Eastman with was, Carl Eastman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was there tagging along with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were there. And 
and that was kind of it. Like, I don't think we really interacted. We I don't think one-on-one, no. 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 Um, after that, there was, there was a group. You wanted to show a group of people the movie The Room, the Tommy Wiseau movie The Room. <laughs> uh, and I was yeah. like, yeah, sure, I can tag along yeah. for that. <laughs> uh, and it's it's a miracle, like, because I, I think that's the second time, really, that we interacted. Uh, no, so no, no, it, no, no. I think between that, so between those two events, the first one and the the room, I think between then we actually were hanging out again with the mutual group, and like we were deciding what to do, and I just let it slip, no, like, maybe. oh, I've never seen Back to the Future, and you're like, WTF? We stopped what we were doing, oh, and we started watching that. Right. So that yeah, that so between movies- those that came up. Movies were <laughs> integral to very, us early on. Very much so. so. Yeah, you came over and we watched all three. Yeah. Not I in the same night. I think we watched the first two in one night. Yeah, I think so. Different nights, but yeah. First I think two like in one... one night and then you came back and watched the third. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we watched we watched The Room and yeah. then immediately followed it up by watching The Disaster Artist. Yes. Like same night. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Um, and then, yeah. and then, But again, it was all kind of like... Mm. You know, like even when you're at my place watching Back to the Future, there was a group of people there. Yes, yes. Like it wasn't just, hey, Pete, come on over. No, 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 no. Because I didn't know, because like, I didn't know you well enough. It no, we been, didn't really know each other. It would have just felt weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then there was then there was a <laughs> a golf tournament. Oh, yeah, that's true. And we played on a team together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which again was a mutual friend thing. And again, p- we've had uh, some poker nights, but again, mutual. There some like, poker nights. But like, there's like other yeah, it's, people it's there. A, it's a group. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, yeah. along the way, somehow we we ended up on each other's Facebook. And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's kind of it. The question, the question specifically asks how we met. Mm. And not how we started a podcast together. I right. think there may be a question about that. If not, so. we'll talk about it at the end. So, but I'm yep. going to leave the. Uh, that's my answer for that. No, I I, um, I think that's that covers it, right? Just yeah, just kind of mutual friends, yeah. and, and and within the last five years. Oh yeah, I'd say even maybe four. Like it's been maybe four. Pretty quick, yeah. Pretty recent. Pretty recent. Yeah. Um, next question: yeah. How did we decide on movies? Um. For like for the podcast, yeah, because I think this is what I remember. I think it started off with uh, we were thinking of reviewing a TV show, and then I think we just yeah. decided, hey, like a TV show is a pretty big commitment as far as like finding a niche audience. Maybe it's better to do films because you know one episode per film. You're not committed to just one specific audience. You can kind of appeal to more different interests. Well, and really, I mean, yeah, there's some truth to that. But at the same time, like in the early stages of the show, we didn't know, you know, like the idea was, okay, maybe once in a blue moon, we'll review a film. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. We were just going to talk movie in general. Like we were going to talk movie news and debate different movie topics. More topics. Um, Yeah. 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 But really, I mean, the first... Like I made a Facebook post and I was like, I really want to start a podcast. Um, Does someone want to do it with me? I'm flexible on what it's about. Mm -hmm. I like movies, question mark. I like movies. Um, 
And I, th- I think and there so was something was, yeah. movies or TV shows because I remember I remember specifically checking out the post and I, I I either DM'd you or commented on the message. There were a couple TV shows I had on my docket at the time that I'm like, hey, sure. if I'm going to be watching them, maybe like I don't particularly I'm not interested in podcasting, but if I'm going to be watching them, I could watch them with someone and podcast at the same time. And that's kind of how it started. It. Sure. And yeah, well, yeah, we definitely we definitely talked about. We definitely talked about TV shows, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it, I mean, it was just a, it it was literally it was literally me saying, hey, movies, you know, we could do because I like I wasn't even committed to those two options. No, right. No, no. I was like, hey, I want to do a podcast. Uh, I don't really care what it's about. I just want a <laughs> podcast. Um, I like movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. And y- your response was, yeah, sounds great those options sound good to me. Like mm-hmm. we just, we never, there weren't any discussions about other things. Right. Right. It right. wasn't, well, do we want to do that? Or do we want to do, you know, beta fish? Like what's, <laughs> what's going to be the most appeal? It was just like, Hey, yeah, we both, we both like movies right? and or TV shows. Yep. So let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one I'm going to answer right off because I know my answer. I'm curious what yours is. Okay. Um, which movie or movies did you get the biggest positive surprise from quote unquote, like, Oh, like this is good. And the biggest example for me was Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Just literally the DVD player was on the main menu of the TV screen. And I was just kind of like getting this feeling in my stomach. I'm like, Oh, I have to watch this. Like I have to sit through this. We're recording in a couple days. Uh, and then I watched it, and not only was it a great film, like it was, I'm not going to say it's cracked my top 25, it might, but it was a generally enjoyable film. And the more, like the more we've talked about the premise or different, you know, artistic parts of it, I'm like, that's a solid film. I can't believe how much I, how little I thought of it and how good it actually was. It was a film that you didn't realize actually had any substance. Yeah, none. I thought there was zero. Yeah. 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 Cool. I'm curious what your uh, what your example if you have one. Yeah, I'm I'll give two. Okay. Um yep. one that was one that we reviewed and one that was just one that you recommended to me. Oh yeah, um, okay. Cuz I feel better I feel I feel better about the one like I feel the one you recommended to me is a more true answer. Yep. Yep. Um the one that we reviewed would be The Prestige. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I didn't go into it thinking I wasn't going to like it. Right. Um, but I really liked it. Right. I was like, oh, this is actually phenomenal. Like, right. this is a really good movie. Yep. Um, but really, my honest answer is Nightcrawler. Um, mm, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I knew that. You yeah. know, because I was like, ah, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I wasn't really a, a big Jake Elenhall Mm-hmm. fan at the time <laughs> right uh i had nothing against him i just he wasn't on my radar right um yep and so yeah so i i was i was kind of just so so about and this was there was early on the days of us like recommending films to each yes, other yes so i was still early. getting in the groove of like yep i have to watch something <laughs> that someone else is telling me to watch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so i think i was a little salty going into it um for sure 
But yeah, but yeah. Cool. Uh, no, I, I genuinely enjoy it and need to rewatch Nightcrawler. That's cool. That's cool. Um, what's a movie that you really enjoyed but got some terrible reviews, either professionally or like just in your circle, got terrible reviews? Yeah, this one's super easy for me. <laughs> okay. Super easy. What is it? Twister. Oh, really? Yeah, Twister's an amazing movie. I, but if you go on Rotten Tomatoes and look at Twister, it's yeah. got like 37% or like, What? Rotten to- Oh yeah, Rotten Tomatoes hates. Oh my hates gosh. Twister. Oh wow. Yeah, I I I'm Why? I'm dumbfounded by that. I have no idea. I'm dumbfounded by it. Listen, I don't Twister's think it's amazing. I don't think it's like Titanic or anything, but I think it's from what I remember it's decent. Yeah, it's just good. It's got yeah. a great soundtrack. It's a unique premise. Right, yeah. there's not a lot of movies about tornadoes that don't have sharks in them. So like <laughs> very few. You know, I yeah, no, I I love Twister. Uh grew up with it and I've always loved it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh and yeah, it's just I was I was dumbfounded a couple of years ago to discover it has shit reviews. Wow. Like, people don't I like that know. movie. Yeah. So, so yeah, my example um are movies that are pretty common, but I didn't realize had crap reviews. So I'm putting Taken on there. I think it's a fun film. Only 58% on Tomato Meter. I'm putting National Treasure because, again, only 46% on Tomato Meter. So good. So good. So good. This one is kind of off the charts. Like I just think it's, I like it more than maybe the reviews gave it. I like The Secret Life of Walter Mitty with Ben Stiller. Just enjoy it. Um, yeah, Carl Carl Eastman and I watched that one. I think he really liked it. Okay. I don't know that I. I was yeah. I don't know that it. I thought I. I think maybe it was a little too abstract for me. But it's all about preference, right? It's all about preference. Yeah. The one the one film I'll lead off, and this will lead into the next question. I feel like at least on this show, it gets terrible reviews. Lost in Translation is a movie I really enjoy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you do. terrible yeah. reviews. The next question is, when will Brady be offering a full apology to Sofia Coppola for his review of Lost in Translation? <laughs> uh, so I have I, I have uh, a two-part answer to this question. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Who the hell is Sofia Coppola? <laughs> Pretty sure that's the director, right? Okay, that's. Oh, I'm almost. I if I were, if I were her, I wouldn't advertise that. Uh, <laughs> and two, uh, never is so bad. Oh my god! Oh. I hate the film. So yes, it is the director, and okay. I, you know I've just settled. We will never see eye to eye on this. At the end of the day, I just never. say I have to disagree. I love it. Not the best yeah, movie of so all time, it's... but it, it I, I I enjoy it. It has some merit. It was super gratifying for me. Um, I I posted something about it online saying, mm. what a boring shit show snooze fest oh. flaming piece of dog dung this oh. is. Oh. And, and, and yeah, and people were like jumping on the comments uh. on Facebook and like had my back. They were like, yeah. they were like, yeah, like this is awful. Like again, I didn't even get to the ending. I shut it off. People were saying, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, I was contractually <laughs> obligated. Is what I was thinking. At the end of the day, film is subjective. I I can't say enough how I disagree with you, but that's just my opinion. 
I I agree with you. Film is subjective, <laughs> yep. and so is whatever the hell Lost in Translation is. Because film doesn't feel like the right word, but... Yeah. So, know. speaking of film, if you had to save one film from burning, so every Ooh, film yeah. ever made was on fire, and you had enough time to just extract one from this flaming pile to save it, which film is the one film you're saving? Are we going to allow? Can I? Can I? Can I say like? I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask for more than a trilogy. But can I say a trilogy? You know, I'll, I'll allow it. I mean, right? Like, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say the Star Wars franchise, sure. right? Because that's. I'm getting greedy. That's, that's like getting a little. That's eleven pushing. films. Yep. Um. You know, I mean, I feel like the obvious answer for me is something like Titanic or something. Yeah, okay. That ranks super high for me. But I think the problem, like, if the only film you could ever watch ever again was Titanic, it's just, it's heavy. Ooh, yeah. Like, I don't know, you know. I think like what do you, it would, would be go, tough because like on Christmas Day it's like hey do you guys want to watch a movie together what oh, Titanic okay yeah 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 I think I would go with I, honestly and I'll probably regret this answer like I'll probably mm. I'll be laying in bed tonight and go <laughs> oh shit <laughs> I should have said Human Centipede instead oh but, <laughs> um. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the Back to the Future franchise. Yeah, like the that's three, fair. The trilogy. Yep. Um, just because, yeah, you've got three movies, so there's, you know, you can watch all three. There's gonna, It's going to become a little less, you know, slightly less repetitive. Yep. Uh, and they're just so, I mean, they're so good. Oh, right? for sure. And so. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're, enter- they're entertaining. They're filmmaking marvels. Yeah, I, I, you know, I. I don't think there's a perfect answer. I don't think there's an answer I'd be really happy with. No. Um, but Back to the Future feels s- some degree of right. Sure. Yeah. I feel like it's there's. I feel like there's two different ways to to answer the question. Like, are you going big picture? Like, you have to save the one film, and this will influence filmmaking going forward because that's the only thing we'll have it to base it off. Or are you just straight up picking a favorite film that like you can only watch one film? This is all about you. I'm going for oh, that sure. simple same answer as you. I, I again, I might wake up in the middle of the night with a different answer. I'm thinking probably the second choice would be the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but I think I might just pick the Sound of Music. I think. Mm, I thought that one crossed my mind too. Yeah, yeah. Tough, and I think that one question. strokes off more than one category. Yeah, because you oh, get the sure. personal entertainment out of it too. But oh, I, yeah. like, I think if the question was, uh what film would you save that is going to best benefit society mm. and and influence positivity moving right. forward? Yep. Uh, I think there's an argument, like I think Sound of Music has got an argument for it in that that perspective as well. Right. Yep. So oh, for sure. I think that's a great, that's a great answer. Yeah. Um, going, talking about Lord of the Rings... Next question. Any plan to review the Lord of the Rings trilogy or The Hobbit? Would, should you... If I let you answer this, are you going to be brutally honest? I think so. Okay. 
It's well. I'll let you take a swing at it, and if I feel like you're BSing, at yeah, all, yeah, I'll, I'll be as honest as we can be because back. we've got that legal dispute with New Line Cinema going on. Once it's taken care of, we'll we'll figure things out. Screw you, Peter Jackson. <laughs> uh, you know, being brutally honest, it was an option for episode 100. It truly was. Yeah, this this could have been that. Yeah, this the next one and the next one could have been that. Yeah, and I I, I will admit I think I. Well, actually, I know I did. I pumped the brakes on that for, for a few reasons. One, I think 90, 10% of it was with COVID. Obviously, we couldn't watch them and record them together like we have historically before COVID. That That's not really an option just because of the length of the films. But it's the type of film that I feel like it really would have benefited from us and if we had a guest to record in person. And it's not really possible mm-hmm. right now. So that that's one reason I wanted to postpone it. But I'd say 90% yep. of it, 90% of the reason I pumped the brakes on it is because I'm afraid to do it. I, I'm afraid because th- if you've listened to my top 10 films, two of them are in my top 10. It's probably my favorite trilogy, if you consider it one story. I am afraid to talk about it and dissect it like other films. I, it's, it's, I'm, it's borderline uncomfortable to me. And I know... We will do it, I'm, I'm assuming, or we should do it, and I think we will. But it, it, I wasn't ready. I wasn't mentally there yet. It's a lot right. of pressure for me. That feels, that's, I'm happy with, you know. Yeah. Those, those are all the points I would have hit. Okay. Uh, inter- an interesting piece of trivia mm-hmm. that I thought of the other day and kind of segues out of what you, something you just mentioned there. Mm-hmm. We're at 100 episodes. Okay. The entire second half of our audio catalog. (laughs) Yeah. The second 50 episodes that we've done. Yeah. Have been recorded not in the same room with each other. I know. Yeah. Which is crazy. Half our show. Yeah. It's been been half of our podcast life. Mm Mm-hmm. Since we sat in a room and recorded an episode together, mm-hmm. sat in the same city, town, yeah, county, county, hundred kilometer circle. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nuts. Nuts. Um, what's your favorite movie that you're not proud to admit? Mm. I've got one off the bat that there's probably yeah. more, but you go the, first. The first off the top. It's a silly movie. It's not that I cherish it like lord of the rings or anything i would say she's the man with amanda Bynes. just kind of a funny film kind of a twist on a shakespearean premise but fun i'm curious where you'll go with this um we can come back to it too if you want it no 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 no. there's 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 maybe a better answer to this if i you know if I'd thought about it long and hard, growing up, yeah, one of my favorite films, mm-hmm. um, and its sequel, yep, uh, and and to this day, like I own them on DVD, sure, um, are Disney Channel movies, mm, um, oh, or, or Family Channel, like low yep. budget, never went to theaters, um, right, starring Debbie Reynolds. So okay. that's notable. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween Town and Halloween Town Two. Oh, um, now there's like three more, at least two. I think p- 
probably three more sequels to them. And hmm. they definitely go downhill after the first two. Sure. Um, but it was, you know, it's just something about, A, I love Halloween. <laughs> B, I spent a lot of time growing up watching the Family Channel, which was mm. the Canada's version of, it. like, they licensed a lot of the Disney Channel shows. Right. Yep. Um. And... And yeah, so it was just, you know, and, and something about Christmas time or Christmas time, Halloween time <laughs> would come and all of the Halloween, you know, every night there'd be a different Halloween movie on TV. Uh, and, and yeah, and this was one that I just genuinely looked forward to time and time again. Uh, and so, yeah, Halloween town and, and, you know, and I'm not even ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's one that I can acknowledge is not high quality filmography. Sure. Sure. Um, but definitely is a cult following. Like I see a lot of memes being posted this Halloween about those movies. Hmm. Um, and people love them. Hmm. People love those movies. Cool. So yeah. Cool. Halloween town. Yeah. Um, this is a good one, I think, and I definitely have some answers that I'm going to spit out right away. Cause I've, unlike I've... all the other questions, the other <laughs> shit questions people have asked. <laughs> what are some overrated and underrated films? So okay. for me, I, and I, this is one that I pre-thought out and again, I'm probably going to miss some, but underrated, I touched on this. I, I love the secret life of Walter Mitty. So I, I, I don't think it gets enough credit as far as I think it, it should get. Um, and another one is Kingdom of Heaven. Um, it's like a mid two thousands film, mm-hmm. Orlando Bloom. It's an action film, but it has some interesting kind of philosophical premise. Um, overrated. I've got some hot takes. I think Fight Club is overrated. I think Dazed and Confused is overrated. Avatar. We've talked about this on our Avatar episode. Like for some reasons it's overrated. For some reasons maybe not. Uh, Transformers series and Fast and the Furious series I think are way overrated. Uh, you haven't seen any of the Fast and the Furious, though. Uh, or Transformers. Well, I've seen I, one Transformers. I feel yeah. like you can't. Yeah. I would argue you can't comment on Fast and the Furious without watching it. But I I, I will take that from argument. From the outside I, looking in, I can accept that it seems like an outrageous amount of hype. And, you know, I, I feel like if I said they're bad films, that's a no-no. Because I haven't seen how would I know. But right, I'm just okay. saying they're overrated. You so think although they have more I might hype be mis- than any film should have, I could be misinformed, but I, I feel like that's not as an outrageous thing to say without seeing them. Okay. Any what comes to mind to you? Uh, underrated Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, you know that's a good point considering what I knew or didn't know about it. You know, though I think those who have seen it appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people haven't seen it because. They just don't get it. They just no. don't, you know. Yeah, they that's, don't a good, that's a good one. What a w- wonderful masterpiece it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to come up with at least more, one more underrated, underrated films. Films sure. that are so good yeah. that um, uh, I'm going to go with, I mean, you weren't, you weren't crazy on it. I really do enjoy Wild Wild West. Okay, yeah. The Will Smith one. Uh I really like it. It gets terrible. Like it's, it's people, you know, it's well known for being a rotten film. Mm. Um, and I don't think it's a masterpiece, 
But I think it. I don't think it belongs in the rotten pile of fruit <laughs> category. Um, so therefore, underrated, overrated. I feel like hmm. yeah, these are the hot takes. These are the yeah. you know, the overrated categories. And when are you going to piss people off? Yeah. Uh, overrated. The entire. Uh, and again, I'm not saying it's bad. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's not as good as you think it is. Mm. The Christopher Nolan Batman series. Okay, hot take. Yep. O- overrated. Hot take. Yep. Um, what else? Yeah, obviously Avatar. Yeah. To an extent. Yep. Kind of overrated. Um, and what's one more? What's one more that everybody loves and hmm. I just don't think is that special? Um, Frozen. Frozen. Over. Well, no. I mean. Yeah, I don't I don't get what everybody else gets from Frozen, but I don't think it's a bad movie. Yeah, so I mean, I guess it I guess it falls into that category of like overrated. Hmm. Yeah. Uh I might yeah, we might come back to me. Yeah. That's at fine. some point on this. Let it bounce around. Oh, in Black your... Panther. Black Panther. Oh. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I think Black Panther's overrated. I think it's a great film. Sure. But I don't think it's anywhere near one of the best films in the MCU. Right. Okay. So no, that's fair. Yeah. Um, these next questions they'll be pretty straightforward because they're kind of just housekeeping ones. Um, so right. as far as our movie poll voting, is there a cutoff day? No, there's no hard and fast cutoff day. We post the vote. We kind of let it breathe as long as it needs to. So. You know, it's usually in the range of a week or so, um, but once kind of the action kind of dies down on it, then we kind of start telling things up. Um, yeah, it, it kind of depends on our schedule. Big right? time. Like, yep. everything always gets at least three days. Oh, yeah. Some things, th- some things will get seven. Yep. Rarely more than seven. Yeah. And it, like, if um, there's still just, voting occurring, we obviously let it breathe. Oh, yeah. If, if we're still getting like, you know, a solid number of votes every day, then, then we yeah. leave it. Oh yeah. Um, but if it's like, okay, well, you know, it's been three days and the voting's died right off mm-hmm. and I need to watch whatever we're going to watch either tonight or tomorrow mm-hmm. just because of my schedule. Right. Then yeah, we just call it at that yeah, point. For sure. Or if there's like an absurd lead, right? If yeah. one film has yeah. 98% of the votes, then it's <laughs> right. like, well, okay, it doesn't really matter what other votes come in. Yeah. This is what's won. Exactly. Yeah. Um, if if the individuals uh, vote on different platforms, will it still be valid? Of course. Um, so vote on the different platforms. It, it still influences things if you vote on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. And I mean, this is something that we've somewhat publicly advertised. Mm-hmm. We've said... What we always say in our posts is you can also vote on Twitter and Instagram. Mm, Yep. What we haven't told you (laughs) is that, I mean, it's just too... So here's the way it works. Yep. Okay. If you vote on Twitter, Mm -hmm. it counts as a vote. Sure. Right? Twitter's very... You can only, you know... Yep. You can only vote on Twitter once... And we don't even know who it is that's voting mm-hmm. on Twitter because it's just a percentage poll. Um, and therefore, if you're one of our patrons who gets additional votes, unfortunately, you don't get additional additional votes on Twitter because we don't know if it's you voting or not. Mm-hmm. Instagram, um, 
you do get additional votes yep. if you're on, on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only way, because we upload our Instagram pictures at, or votes as, as a multiple post, like mm-hmm. one post with four pictures in it. Yep. If you try to, if you scroll through to the poster you want and you click like on it, all it does is like the post. Mm-hmm. We don't, that doesn't count as a vote because we don't know what you're voting for. You're just liking the post. Right. You have to comment on mm-hmm. Instagram. You have to comment and say, this is the one that we want. Yep. Um, and we, we have learned and pay attention to the Instagram accounts of those of our listeners who get bonus votes because they support us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and the appropriate bonus votes are applied. Yep, at 100%. Facebook is a different animal altogether. <laughs> Facebook, you can either like a picture mm-hmm. or you can comment. Yep. And again, we know who you are. If you're yep. one of the people who gets bonus votes, we apply the bonus votes. Yep. What we've never told you in the past mm-hmm. is because there's so many posts across so many, like we, we post it on the Movie Men Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And then Pete and I both usually... Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also share it on to our personal Facebooks for, yep. you know, just our friend groups and family and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's so many of you <laughs> and a lot of you vote and we're so grateful for it mm-hmm. that the only thing that we really keep track of as far as v- who's voted is in order to apply bonus votes when we need to. Mm-hmm. We don't go, did this person already vote on Facebook somewhere? Right. Because yep. it's just it's just a nightmare. We can't do it. It is. Yep. Which means if you're just a Joe Blow, <laughs> and no, I, you know, if you're not a Patreon supporter, mm-hmm. you can get one vote on Facebook, or one vote on Twitter. Yep. One vote on Instagram. Yep. And like, potentially, one, two, three... Four votes on Facebook, if you know Pete and I. Yeah. If you have us on your Facebook personally. Uh, but either way, like, you can comment and you can like the picture mm-hmm. on Facebook. You can do yep. both and we'll count We'll count both. Yeah. Uh, mostly because we just don't have the time. We don't yeah. have the time to go, hmm, yep. um, Jimbo <laughs> Ryerson liked the picture. Uh, ooh, but he also commented, the sneaky bastard. We're only... Yeah. We're only going to give them one Facebook vote because that's not fair to everyone. Mm-hmm. If, when in doubt, mm-hmm. if you can think of another way to apply a vote, mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. And I guarantee you it will be counted. For sure. So essentially right? Again, what we're saying like, is- Because you can email us too. Nobody emails us. No, we get commonly. that. That's email stupid. Um, <laughs> but, but essentially, but, you know, if you vote across all the platforms, you can have multiple votes. If you vote across all the platforms and you vote every way that you can think to vote on Facebook, yep. you're just increasing your votes. For sure. So, yeah. so, so do it. Yeah. Do it. Um, something we don't currently do is can patrons submit title suggestions for polls? Not currently. Um, it's, it's maybe something we'd look at in the future, but it would... It's something that we'd like to do, but it would really heavily complicate things. So if we... We we might be open to it if we could figure out a system that made it simple, but just out of simplicity, no, we we don't currently do that. 
there's certain things like that that we've talked about that just don't feel growable. Yeah, it's hard to do. Yeah. Right? It doesn't feel scalable. Like if if all of a sudden we end up with 50 supporters on Facebook. Yeah. Or on 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 Patreon. Yeah. Then that's phenomenal. But, you know, you, you'll support us on Patreon and it's like, well, so then what? Like okay, so let's say it's tier 4. So at $10 mm. a month, you get to you get to give a a a, a suggestion that we have to, you know, you get to suggest a movie for a poll and we have to use it. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, but so how often? Once a month? Mm-hmm. Once a year? Twice a year? And it's... then if there is a lot of people on Patreon, y- you get into, okay, uh, hey, awesome, thank you. There's a six-month wait because <laughs> right. we have to do everyone else's that we, right? Like, so there's some yeah. things that it's like, it's it seems really awesome and we could totally offer it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't want to start taking things away if the show grows. Right. Um, so we try to only implement bonuses that are scalable. Mm-hmm. Um, so what may be, and we've never talked about this, this just popped into my head. We may yeah, yeah. may not do this depending yeah. on, um, but what might be more realistic would be uh, to do a contest. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. if we did some sort of contest and the winner gets to pick all four options you know, right. let's say when we reach 1995 for our right. back through the generations thing. Yep. Right. And and Jimbo Ryerson gets <laughs> to pick all four 19. Jr. gets to pick all four <laughs> 1995 right. options. Right? right. That's that's maybe more feasible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's something we might work and do, but at currently, no, we don't have that offered. Yeah. Um, moving right along. Favorite animated film, um, the specific person, Andrew, I'm, I'm going to just let him get a shout out there because it's this very specific question. He gave his example. He likes Prince of Egypt. Um, story aside, just he loves the animation, the music by Hans Zimmer, the all-star cast. Um, he likes Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast as well, but Anastasia also is up there for him. He thinks Frozen is a little over overhyped, um, but um, for me, I'd have to agree with him. Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast are probably my one-two punch. I'm not sure which is one, which is two, but those would those would be up there for me for top animated film. Hot take time. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh boy! Hit it! Hit it! The 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 greatest animated film ever made. Yep. From technical achievement, Ooh. cultural impact. I know where you, I know where you're going. Do you? I, th- I think so. S- s- story. Yeah. Uh, longevity. Its legacy. Uh, just all of these things is, what's your guess? I think I know what your guess is, Okay. and it's wrong. Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, no. That's interesting. I don't know if I would consider, I mean, it's it's not... It's stop motion. Yeah, and that's where I wasn't sure if there'd be a hiccup. Like, I don't know if you were considering which, that which or not. Which is animation, but it's but, also... Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so what what is it? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh, no, fair enough. That's... I, I feel like, First yeah, hot take. First feature-length animated film. Yes, hot take, but also, like, not that hot take and that, like, I'm not offended by that. I think that's a solid answer, if that makes sense. And, and is is 
almost 100 years old now. 1923. That's, that's crazy. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. That is... Almost 100 years old, 97 years old, and 110% holds up. You should... So, yeah. I See, I've got 1937 here. 37? Yeah. Oh, Which okay. we got this... I'm way it, off then. But no, well, not that still, off. Still, it's still an still old film. over 80 years old. It's over... Yeah, like tomato tomato the difference of 10 years it's still it's not from 1994 it's it's an old right film. it's amazing it's uh, so, you know what it's i'll so take that good. that's solid yeah um okay. next question if you don't mind me asking we don't mind you asking we love these questions what what's what do you guys do for a day job what do you guys do give us a little background um oh, i mind <laughs> the, the way the question's phrased just kind of like a campfire chat not like, you know, sitting down with the in-laws, getting grilled. Um, yeah, you know, I'm uh, personally me. Um, I work in the healthcare field. Um, I'm a human being. And I'm a husband and a parent. And I don't know. I don't know how. I don't want to go too deep. And I don't think they want us to go too deep into it. Where where, where do you want to go with who you are? Uh, I, I work on a phone line where um, <laughs> I won't. I won't actually meet up in person, but I'll say just about <laughs> anything that you'll pay me to say. Uh, no, that's not true. Uh, uh, but, but people make like a shit ton of money that way. So huh. I'm thinking I'm in the wrong damn business. Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, so I, I, I wear many hats. You do. Um, I am a hobby filmmaker. Mm-hmm. I am a student. Mm. Um of radio hmm. uh which that's a that's a whole conversation <laughs> that we won't get into mm-hmm. and uh and i also during the not school seasons and during the weekend on the weekends during the school season i work at a campground um, oh yeah work and kind of live at a campground i spend you know i spend five of my seven days a week in in oh, now with like class and stuff being online with COVID, oh um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. there like more than I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it works out really well because I, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you, you know, you just got to get away from work. You can't, you know, mm-hmm. you can't eat where you shovel or something. <laughs> uh, and yeah. but I don't feel that way at all. Right. right, it's it's such a great place, fun atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's yeah. cool. I, and I mean, know, the I, alternative is a is a basement apartment in a right massive metropolitan city city yeah so a, a spot out in the countryside <laughs> it's beautiful i mean you know <clears throat> choose your battles mm-hmm. and, and i guess a lot of people know this already but for those who don't we are canadian citizens we are coming at you from canada ontario canada i never got i never got my green card don't worry about it <laughs> okay don't worry about it um, I don't next, have a visa. I shouldn't be working here. <laughs> next question is favorite opening scene. Um, you know, I I think they meant like opening credit scene per se, maybe. I'm not answering it in that way because I came up with a different answer. Again, uh, the, the example, this is another Andrew question. Um, his favorite opening scenes are Fellowship of the Ring with Kate Blanchett's Elvish opening. Solid. And another is Casino Royale. He loves the graphic design and the visual animation and, you know, the great song. Also solid. Um, my answer for 
probably favorite opening scene. I'm calling it opening sequence, so it's not just like a credit scene. It's probably what was currently or what is currently my top film on our list that we have an episode about it. It's Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, the opening sequence with mm. Gandalf and the Balrog, the soundtrack, the visuals, the action. How it zooms through the crack in the mountain. Yes. Every component to it just grabs you and glues you in. And like when it's done, the first time you see it, and even when you still are expecting it, you're you're kind of catching your breath. They're like, wow, that was an intense three minutes. Screw Like... Forget just kind of easing your way into this film. Like, it just hits you. So, that would be my answer. Of note, he also funnily said that Lion King, he kind of rolled his eyes at. A lot of people, you know, when there's the music rolling and Rafiki's holding Simba, people are, like, tearing up. He he kind of rolled his eyes back, and that's fair. Not, not sure. for everyone. Okay. What would you say for favorite opening mine's scene? A toss up. Mine's a toss-up between three films. Okay. I could probably narrow it down to two. Okay. I'll I'll eliminate one. Sure. But I still have two. Yeah. The first one being um the beginning to Back to the Future Part Three. Mm. Because uh, okay. Back to the Future Part Three begins with the high energy with with showing you the high energy scene that the second one cliffhangered with mm. uh, and it just you just jump right into it and it's like this like the energy the music the peril the the stuff that we have to overcome it just it just starts with it mm-hmm. um and it, it's jarring but it's good cool um okay. and the other one honestly sound of music oh going over going over yes. the austrian hills good and call. then maria is is twirling around and singing yep. the hills are alive i hear you um yeah, man, it's just like whether it's your first time watching or especially if you're rewatching the sound of music, it just mm-hmm. it does such a great job of like getting you getting you in, you know, of like conditioning you for what you're about to experience. Sure. No. So, that's good, yeah. That's I think sound bit. of music probably beats out the back to the future one even. That's fair. That's fair. Um next question, if you got to hang out with an actor for a weekend, who would it be? Can can it be a can we say dead actor? Can it be oh, someone yeah, who's not sure. around anymore? Yep. Okay. I I have, do have my an answer. answer. I do. Is your answer um, Leo? <laughs> no, my answer my second part of my answer was literally quote unquote, but maybe Leonardo DiCaprio or Toby Maguire. <laughs> so, so those are the second oh, and third choices. Oh, okay. Um my first choice, and I've said this before, I'll say it again. Maybe not my favorite actor, but I feel like someone I'd love to spend a weekend with, just grabbing a coffee, hitting up a farmer's market with, just shooting the breeze. I think Paul Rudd is just a chill, cool guy who, like... He's amazing. I don't think I'd feel intimidated by him. Like, I think he's the type of person that just makes you feel welcome and is, like, just genuinely interested to hang out. That's my perception of him, and it's Paul Rudd. Hmm. Yeah. Um, who, who, what say you? I, I, this is a, this is a, uh, this is a, a double-edged sword of an answer for me. Hmm. Because I think spending a weekend, so mine, mine is an actor who has passed. Yeah. Um, and I think that spending a weekend with him 
may lead me to hospital bills while I <laughs> recover from a hernia. Huh. But I would spend two full days just arm in arm with Robin Williams. Oh, oh. Cuz you would yeah. ne- cuz you like you would never you would never live two other days in your life. Mm-hmm. Like those two days would be filled with more mm-hmm. hard to breathe laughter. Yeah. Than the rest of your life combined. Yep. So, Robin Williams. Very good answer. Very good. And he's good just answer. such a, he was he was such a a pure soul. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. Um, what's your favorite? I'm going to combine them to give, give us two. It might be the same film, but give us two answers potentially. What's your favorite superhero film of all time and your favorite MCU film of all time? So for me, my favorite MCU Different film answers. is, uh, Thor, the dark world. <laughs> you slime bucket. No, I'm just kidding. Thor Ragnarok is my favorite MCU film. My favorite superhero film is definitely deep in the nostalgia pile. It's like, it's it's a big pile, but it's 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 at top of the heap for sure. Spider Man Two with Tobey Maguire. Oh yeah, I was watching scenes from that today. Mm hmm. So good. And just how much the scene in the hospital scene with Doc Ock, mm-hmm. you can tell that it's Sam Raimi directing because it's totally <laughs> a horror scene. Yeah. Right. Uh, what what are your what are your thoughts? What are your go-tos my favorite mcu movie is a toss-up between thor ragnarok Mm. and uh probably everyone's least favorite iron man movie iron man 3 okay um just because it's it's to me it's such a deep story because it's it's really an emotional story about how tony's dealing with the fallout from the first avengers movie sure Yep. And and Robert Downey Jr.'s portrayal of like panic attacks and anxiety and it's just it's all very it feels very grounded and very real to me. Mm. Um yeah. He's dealing with a lot of internal demons and stuff and and yeah. So I really like that one. Um Thor Ragnarok, I mean, is nothing but hilarious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um you know, directed by Taika Waititi, and and oh. possibly only dethroned when his next one, Thor: Love and Thunder, comes out. Um, you know, we'll see. Uh, mm-hmm. My favorite superhero movie mm-hmm. is any. I get it. He's not a superhero. He's just a hero. He's just a dude with a lot of money. <laughs> I get it. Back off. Grow up. Mm-hmm. Screw you. <laughs> Peter Jackson. Um, <laughs> Batman Returns. Oh, okay. 1992, Michael Keaton, Michelle Pfeiffer, Danny DeVito, Christopher Walken, mm. um, Michael Gow. Yeah, just cool. phenomenal. Cool. Batman Returns. Um, next question, favorite directors? And, you know... Directors? I, directors. I've got I've got two categories. I've got like iconic names and maybe the less iconic names. Okay. So for me, I absolutely love Steven Spielberg, Christopher Nolan, Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese. Um, my less iconic names that I enjoy: uh, Damien Chazelle, 
Bennett Miller, Adam McKay. Um, really enjoy some of their works for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so Tim Burton. Yeah, for sure. Taika Waititi. Good call. Um, James Cameron, just because of Terminator 2 and Titanic. Sure. Um, and finally, I mean, oh, man. J.J. Abrams is pretty great. But, like, I feel like you have to... You have to uh, you have to say George Lucas, oh, just because yeah. of what he did, because of what he gave us. Fair. I'm right? not. I'm and, not. And, but and, I definitely and Steven see Spielberg. the merit. And Spielberg, like how you can't have this oh. list and not say Spielberg. Yes, big time. So. Big time. This actually leads well into the next question. The question is, quote unquote, why is J.J. Abrams overrated as a director? Uh, I think because he's only directed like because he's because first and foremost he's not really a director, like mm. he's only directed like he's got something like thirteen directing credits or something, mm. um, but he's got like a hundred writing credits and a lot of producing credits. Right, but he's a like his company Bad Robot. That's right. it, that's his gig. Yep. Yep. Right. What has he directed? He's directed the the pilot episode of Lost. The, literally the pilot he directed yeah literally just the pilot right yep. people would ask notoriously people would ask him like oh what's going to happen at the end of it? he's <laughs> like i i literally have nothing to do with the show i do not know yeah. <laughs> right um i've got so i've got the filmography in front of me so just directing mi3 so mission impossible 3 yeah star wars sorry star trek star trek star trek super star trek into darkness Yep, Star Trek Into Darkness, then Star Wars Force Awakens, and then Rise of yeah. Skywalker. That's it. That's it. That's it. So, like, was that six? Six. Five? Three. Six. 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 Right? So, I, I mean, so that's why, is because yeah. he he's overrated because he he didn't, he hasn't directed a lot, but what he has directed... A lot of what he's directed, star, the two Star Treks and the two Star Wars, they're mm. big ticket movies. Big. There's a lot. A lot of weight was films. put on his shoulders. A lot. Yep. You know, uh, and so as a director, that's that's why. As a writer and producer, I think he's phenomenal. Sure. Um, and and which which are the majority of overrated. his credits? Like I'm looking here, a lot way like two to three times as many producing roles and. Maybe a little bit more, but definitely more writing roles. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, moving right along, this one. Okay, this one. I've I've got actually a couple fun ideas, but I'm curious about you as well. Which actors? And I, I'm summarizing the question, but this is the the gist of the question. What actors? Would you work through their entire careers and relate uh, and review their films? So, we're obviously working through all the twenty six, soon to be twenty seven James Bond films, finding out yeah. which is the best or the most quintessential one. Which actor would we just pick one actor and go through their career and watch like either all or all their substantial films to kind of just go through an actor's career? And which one could we agree on together? 
Okay. I so, to me, I think this answer is really easy. I <laughs> let me. Okay. <laughs> I've got a few that are kind of like, oh, yeah, interesting. Um. So can can I crack crack open with mine? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Go ahead. Okay. So so there's a few that are just more like little kind of like ah maybe I don't think that'd actually be something we'd settle on or think that maybe they had merit. But I'd be open to the idea. So Robert Downey Jr., I'd be interested to look at the arc that he's kind of gone through with the roles he's done. Uh, yeah. Believe it or not, I'd I'd get a kick out of Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, you know you like this. like to watch the world burn. <laughs> you know this one's on here. Leonardo DiCaprio, for sure. It, it, like, it had yep. to be, for me. These next two are, I'm actually, I think you could be um, convinced of and I think there's some merit to it one is Joaquin Phoenix interesting I'd be interested to go through that Um, the other is um, and again I've seen a lot but I'd be interested to go through them chronologically and hit on the ones I haven't seen Johnny Depp yeah that's yeah okay but the the one that I like I think this is the home run right here that like if we ever did this this might be what do we have to do both agree on yeah okay uh, but also what we're called to do is global citizens i think this is what we'd have to do so as want to be film pundits <laughs> so hear me out on this i think nicholas cage i think similar oh to the james bond rating scale we'd have to come up with some rating scale go through all his movies all 372 of them and we would grade his movies, and based off what we graded them, we'd either put them in one of two categories, and either it was good or it was bad. And what, like James Bond, us trying to find the quintessential James Bond film, essentially we're trying to answer two questions. What's the quintessential bad Nicolas Cage film? And what's the quintessential good Nicolas Cage film? Because there are times when he's I mean, good. The, the quintessential good Nicolas Cage film is National Treasure. We like, don't know no, that. Let's not... We don't wow. know that. Uh, it might be, but we don't know that. Okay. And so we got to answer the question, because when he's good, he's good. When he's bad, he's bad. So I mm. think there's some fun to have with that. Um, oh, yeah. What, I'm, curious, I'm curious what names you kind of came up with. Nick Cage is not one that I thought of, but, oh, man, like. Yeah. You know, if, if, if we're in this show for the long haul, it's not. <laughs> it's. It's not an idea that I think is a stupid idea. <laughs> right, right. Um, J- Johnny Depp crossed my mind just because I really enjoy Johnny Depp. For sure. Uh, my answer is going to surprise you, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, I think the, you know, in the spirit of the question, if we had to pick one, mm. um, could we pick one? Could we agree on one? And if we could agree on one, who would mm. it be? Uh, I think the logical answer as far as as far as films and and you know w- what listeners would want to hear mm-hmm. uh although not one of my favorites i i i do think leo is the obvious answer yeah i think if you're going to work through you know would i enjoy them all probably not is it is he someone who you know who i want to necessarily work <laughs> through their filmography no it's coming, um, you heard it here first, folks. Next week we start but, our road on Leo. But if we, yeah, but but if we had to pick one and agree on one, I, oh, you know, I baby. think I can concede that the the business wise answer 
is is Leo DiCaprio. Let the heavy breathing totally. commence on my end. That's weird. I'll no. edit that out. No, I'm going to say it again. That's cool. Fair enough. I, and I get right. where you're coming from with that answer. And that's the answer that, po- like, when I read that question weeks yep. ago. Yep. Uh, that immediately popped into my head. There wasn't like, ah, yeah, decide. No, I, I mm-hmm. looked at, I read the mm-hmm. question and I went, oh, easy. Totally. It's totally Leonardo DiCaprio. Cool. Because cool. Pete will, Pete will really want to. And I can oh, yeah. agree that it makes sense. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Um, one I missed and it just falls into the same category. For some reason it didn't highlight and that's why I skipped over it. Tom Hanks. I think there'd be some fun there again to see the arc that he's kind of gone through. Because you kind of start with yeah. some silly movies, romantic comedies sure. and comedies, you know, like Turner and Hooch and Splash. Splash. But then you'd get more into the kind of like the the Oscar bait stuff and more of the stuff where he really yeah. kind of gets to flex his growing abilities and his talents. And I think that would be a fun thing to go through, you know. Another Cast actor to- that we could do that would be uh, deserving of and, and, and would merit their own scoring system Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. would be Jim Carrey. Ooh, that's interesting. Just because because that's, it feels like a genre of its own, a Jim right. Carrey comedy. Right. Right. And so you, so you, I feel like you could easily devise a, a scoring system, mm. a ranking system for yep. for Jim Carrey comedies. Yeah, that's fair. Um, If you could be in a movie, which movie would you be in? Oh this, man. This is a question that I feel like I I have an answer in mind and it, I feel like there's 10 different directions I could go maybe you're the same that you know I might regret saying it and I might think about how oh, but these other films. So this is just the one that came to mind and there's some reasons for it. Um and I I'd say if I could be in a movie I'd be in Catch Me If You Can for a couple of reasons. One, I, I I it's in my top 10 films. I love it. It would be fun to be in a film that's in a period piece. So it'd be kind of fun to kind of pretend to be in the 1960s in character. And it would just be kind of, I think, a fun, unique experience. But also, and I can't think of who I would want to be, but I would want to be a character to overlap with all these characters, these actors that I could work with. So I could work with Leonardo DiCaprio. I could work with Tom Hanks. I could work with Christopher Walken, all while being directed by Steven Spielberg. As far as what all what I want to get out of this experience that checks off so many boxes that I feel like just the textbook answer for me personally would be that film. Whether there's other films that I might think about later, I think there will be, but that's my, that's my answer. And that's why. Hmm. I mean, when I, when I ask myself this question, the first thing that pops into my head is something like, Ooh, star like, you know, to have been in star Wars, Mm. but I mean, I think Star Wars is the answer that I want from a bragging rights perspective. Right. From a, yeah. a, ooh, I was in Star Wars. But I don't think Star like, I don't think filming Star Wars is the experience that I want. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all action. It's all green screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd be far more interested in something you could lose yourself in as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, so something, something dialogue heavy, not something super mm-hmm. actiony. Something dialogue heavy. Yep. Um, something that you know you knew it was going to be a long shooting process. Hmm. Um, 
just so you could, you know, really friggin' milk this thing for, <laughs> for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, honestly, I think this, you know, this will sound like a cliche answer, but I think something Tim Burton-y. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Because I think it'd be really fun to, you know, much like Johnny Depp is able to do, I think mm. it'd be fun to be lost in makeup mm. and to really just be able to embody a completely different, you know, to, yeah. to look in the mirror and not feel like yourself anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and be able to completely lose yourself to, to a character. Right. I think that yeah. would be fun. Yeah. So I don't have, yeah, so I don't have like a specific, you know, because as much as I love Edward Scissorhands, I don't think there's a role in Edward Scissorhands that I would want mm-hmm. per se. Maybe Beetlejuice. Hmm. Maybe something in Beetlejuice. Hmm. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, actually, I'm going to expand on my answer because I, there were two questions that were very similar to this so that I kind of had an answer for one and both, but I'm just going to tie them into this question because they're very similar. The, the, the second and third choice. And again, I didn't, they're all kind of equal, but the other choices I would have maybe gone with were again, beating a dead horse here, but sound of music and Lord of the Rings for the same reason that you said Ooh, sound of music. Ooh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, for, hands down. So, and for the reason that you said about star Wars, because Sound of the Music and Lord of the Rings, they're films that I could be involved in, that I cherish them as films, but I don't think they'd be ruined for me because if you're in Star Wars, I, I feel like it would just be ruined for me because it would be like, oh, I'm I'm not in the Battle of, you know, insert whatever prequel movie that you're in, where it's mostly CGI green screens. Lord of the Rings, right. and obviously Sound of Music, but it's even Lord of the Rings, you know, Heavily on the real sets, landscapes, extras. Yeah, some CGI, but, you know, it it wouldn't ruin... 23-hour filming days. Yeah, like, it, would, it wouldn't burst the balloon for me as far as, like, this... At least I don't think would ruin the, the experience for me because it's so immersed in the real environment. For sure, Sound of Music, I think, would not kind of dampen the experience for me. So th- those two were heavy alternatives that I was thinking of would be unexperienced to be in, for sure. Lord of the Rings would be a great answer. Is mm-hmm. a is a great answer. And Sound of Music yeah. too. Like that's Oh, yeah. Um, where to go next? <laughs> okay. If you could go back and unwatch a film, what would it be? You go first. Okay. I I know where you're going to go. So I've got two. I've got the category of bad, just I want to unwatch it cuz it was a horrible experience burnt burnt images in my retinas that shouldn't be there so the bad ones the 20 is it 2020 or 2019 cats awful um thunderball maybe even like the 1967 casino royale just didn't just there were some clunkers there some films that and this is the harder category to pinpoint films that i want to unwatch so i can watch them again for the first time Again, I'm going to kick myself. I'll probably think of like four more films when we're done recording this. But what came to mind when I glanced at this, Lord of the Rings would be a fun experience to go through again blind. It just would. Sure. Book of Eli. Book of Eli, I think, would be a fun film to go through again blind. And a personal favorite for me, I think Shutter Island, I would just personally enjoy that experience again blind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's... Shutter Island, much like Book of Eli, but especially Shutter Island, you get so much more... 
like that's a hell of an experience the first time you watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Uh, I have two. Well, okay. So, what movie's bad? And so I just wish I hadn't watched it. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm. It sounds like I'm just going for laughs now. <sighs> And I'm not. I have, uh, the only film, uh, the only film yeah. that has genuinely ever felt like a gigantic waste of my time has uh, felt like time, like something that I did not in any way cinematically benefit from. <laughs> it was lost in translation. Uh, I just wish I could erase it, not only from my memory, mm-hmm. but from existence. So but, that no one else ever had to go through it. Can I just ask on the litmus scale, compared to Cats, which would you rather rewatch? So if 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 Lost in Translation is a zero, then <laughs> Cats is like a one point five. Oh my lord! Oh, oh man! Because Cats was entertaining. No, it wasn't. It had music. Oh. It had bright images. It, oh, it was bad. Do, do not. Do not. But it was, it was visually, there was something was going on. It was stimulating. Cats was stimulating. Just the same way food poisoning is stimulating. Sure. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, with... With with cats, I felt like I was vomiting and had diarrhea at the same time. <laughs> with Lost in Translation, I just felt like I was in. I just felt like I was dead. Oh. I felt like I was in a pine friggin' box pushing daisies. Um, <laughs> what movie do I wish I could unsee so that I could resee for the first time? There's mm-hmm. two. Okay. One is the one again is the Back to the Future franchise. Yep. Because I just mm, okay. love Back to the Future so much. It's sure. so good. I wish I could re-experience that again. Mm-hmm. Two would be, I think there would be something genuinely magical about sitting in a theater and genuinely, truly having no clue Mm -hmm. that Vader was Luke's father. Oh, true. To be able to actually experience that twist. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. That would have been that's 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 something I could never have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most people, because of pop culture, even if you've never seen Star Wars, you mm-hmm. you, you likely can't have that surprise, right? Um, which is a shame because what it a is. great surprise! Yeah. So I think that's you know I would that one would involve time travel because I would also have to be in the theater in in 1979 or whatever it was mm-hmm. 1980 mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah um next one hard hard taco shells or soft oh man i mean soft soft is a hell of a lot m- cleaner it's a lot less messy easier to eat but Hard is such a nice, gratifying texture. You get you get a great crunch. <laughs> um. So I don't know, man. I want like a, 
I, I, some sort of hybrid, some sort of bastard hybrid of the two, like <laughs> like a hard, a hard but wrapped in a soft so that it's contained. Both. Right. Oh yeah. Both. That's cool. Yeah, I'm. I definitely go soft all the way. But I just actually ate a taco today that like it was soft, a soft taco, but it had like tortilla chips in it. So it was kind of had like yeah. the best of both. Yeah, you need that. That's yeah. 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 Because you need the crunch. You do. It is gratifying. Hmm. Um, boxers or briefs? Uh, boxer briefs. Mm. Yep. Right. So I like the, I like <laughs> I don't it need to, to know what you down. like. No. I like it to come down my thigh a little uh, bit. Oh, okay. Right? Like, yeah. so, so I like the, the box, the length of the boxers. Yep. Um, yep. but I like the, the, the sexy tightness of, of the. Tell me about it. The briefs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good one. This is a good one. No, no, hang on. You didn't answer that. Oh, sorry. I just meant tell it, us I, about your underwear. I, I meant in agreement. Boxer briefs. Okay. Yeah. I mean, in you know, and that's second only to no underwear. Oh, for sure. Well, actually, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I draw the line. I think underwear is a good call. No, oh, well, you can be wrong. <laughs> this is an interesting one. A little off topic, but hey. It's on topic if we make it. What is your Hogwarts house? I mean, any t- any of the times I've taken the online test, I always get Gryffindor. Okay, yeah. Which I feel like is the most uh, <laughs> the most admirable answer. Yeah. And my thought, I was thinking about this today. This is one I did put thought into. Mm-hmm. If you've only seen the movies, then you really only have a preference towards Gryffindor or Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, if you've yeah. only seen the movies, you really don't know anything about Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. No, you don't. Uh, and so out of the two that you could hope to get and actually know something about, again, as someone who hasn't deep-dived through the books and, like, you know, it was the Pottermore website where there's all this, like, additional mm. literature, yep. you know. If you're not a hardcore Potterhead, then, then yeah, you can only hope to get Slytherin or... or Gryffindor, and mm-hmm. if you hope to get Slytherin, you're just you're just a piece of shit. <laughs> like you're just a you're just a scummy, awful person. If you hope to be in Slytherin, right? right. So anytime I've done it, I get uh, Gryffindor, mm-hmm. and and I'm content with that. Yeah, um, yeah. So the question came up, and uh, my wife asked me, "Hey." What are you going to answer that? And I said, I don't know. And she's like, well, what have you gotten when you've taken the quiz? And I'm like, I've never taken the quiz. And so, you know, she fainted. She made she, you. when she No, no. I said, I'm not doing that. And she said, fine, hufflety-puffelety it is for you. And I said, whatever. Ooh. Sure. Yeah. So Hufflepuff is an insult. Well, she, that's the way she made it. Yeah. We were okay. on a long drive today. So then she just finally pulled out her phone. She said, we're doing this quiz now. I I did come so out. She just and, asked you the questions. She did ask me the questions, and then she right. just I, I came out Gryffindor. Surprise, surprise. Um, but it was only like it was like two percentage points over Ravenclaw. So I'm some combo between those two. Which I again, <clears throat> like, what does that even mean? And did you like when you answered the questions? Did you find yourself thinking maybe even like subconsciously? Well, that's what Harry would like. I no. yeah you're like okay this, this is what the hero would do yeah this question's gauged towards that one this one's or this answer's pushed towards that one yeah 
I could see a trend yeah. for sure. This is a good question. And uh, I think we'll come up with more as time goes on, but we can only answer how we can answer. If you could have up to five, it can be less. If you can have up to five characters from any films, and they can be from multiple different series, over for dinner, characters. who would they be and why? Um, good Lord. Yeah. I mean, all of my favorite characters are are <clears throat> are really chaotic, and I wouldn't want them over for dinner. Like, <laughs> I love Edward Scissorhands, but I wouldn't want Edward Scissorhands over for dinner. Right. Uh, right. I love Beetlejuice, but as we'll find out in a week... Because <laughs> well, uh, you haven't seen Beetlejuice, no. uh, I wouldn't. I did would not want him over in my house or anywhere near my house. Right. Um. I think Doc Brown from mm. Back to the Future. Yeah. Maybe Yoda. Probably Yoda. Okay. Um. Gosh, this does air more on the chaotic side, but maybe Ace Ventura. <laughs> um, I mean, no, see, and I wouldn't even, like, I wouldn't want Batman over because <laughs> Batman's a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Superman, Clark Kent, hmm. I feel like is a good answer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and one more, one more. Is this TV show or movie or just? If movies? you want to open to a TV show, I yeah, open it because I want to. I'll I'll put in a TV character. Yeah. Uh well, I mean TV. There's like, like I've got a whole list. Then <laughs> you can only put one more person. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna stick with movies because sure. otherwise there's too many options. Sure. Um. Oh, Dumbledore. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Easily, yeah. easily Dumbledore. And you sure. know what? I would swap out Ace Ventura mm. for like. For like Samwise. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my list. I've cool. got Samwise, Doc Brown, Yoda, uh, Dumbledore. Did I say that already? Yes. No. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever my list was. Yeah. That's who I pick. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, my list so far. So I think I would go. Leonardo and DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire renditions of Jay Gatsby and Nick Carraway. I think I'd invite them over for dinner. I would have. Oh, this is, you're having it. This is a dinner party. Yep, yep. Uh, included in this party, I'm ha- I'm calling up Julie Andrews, um, Maria von Trapp. That's oh, interesting. Over Mary Poppins. Yes, one hundred percent. Okay, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. <sighs> That's three. It's tough to know where to go. Uh, You know, I guess I I think this one seems a bit me. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to invite Michael Caine as an Alfred over in this dinner party. And (laughs) yeah, the fourth or so the final spot, if I can open it up to TV shows, I'd say uh, Kelsey Grammer is Fraser. If not, I would reverse engineer it and not have a specific character in mind, but pick a character as portrayed by Tom Hanks. So either Tom Hanks from Castaway or maybe even uh, from the, 
sleepest in Seattle. But the fifth one is kind of a rotating chair. I'm not sure who would get the fifth spot. This goes without saying, I'm not including anyone from Lord of the Rings because that would be a whole dinner party on its own that I could, it would be tough to pick five from Lord of the Rings for me. Right, Lady Galadriel. Oh, too too many. Like, I would need 15. Yeah, yeah. So. Tom Bombadil. Yeah. Even um, though he, he got snubbed. <laughs> from the dinner party and the film. And the movies. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like that wraps it up. I've got one more that I think I will end it up on. Okay. Um, I'm just doing a quick glance because I think we've hit on most of them. Actually, no, I I definitely want to hit on this one before I wrap it up. Um, what's one film that you think everyone should be required to watch at some point in their life? Hmm... I mean, Titanic. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's got it's got to be Titanic. It's just yeah. such a masterpiece. It's such a it gives you such insight into a real real life event. Um, and it's got Leo. Yeah. And Kate Winslet. Yeah. You know. Oh uh, yeah. And and Billy Zane. How do you, you know? Yeah. It's it's interesting. That's one of those films that, like, we had a debate about it. You, to a degree, you're telling me what, you know, that th- your answer to this question. And my initial response is always like, really? Like, I don't think so. And I still, like, it's not my answer, obviously. So that's not changing. But, you know, it is such a monumental film. And... Every time I kind of try and diminish it and kind of think of, okay, these are better answers. I'm like, yeah, I think there's still better answers in my mind, but that film still holds its own. Like it has legs to stand on and it's so good. And there's just on occasion, not to the same degree as you, but there are times where I'll just be scrolling in social media and like, there'll just be something related to that film. And I'll be like, that's so interesting. Or I'll remember like, that is something that was so well done about the film that I think you just take for granted. And it's, yeah. And there's, there's not many other marathon length movies like that, that you can finish. And within two days you're thinking, I could watch it again. There's times I've watched it. And because I feel like there's two tones to the film. Like there's the first half. That's a completely different tone. The second half. That's obviously opposite in every possible way. Much darker. Yeah. Yeah. And there are times I finish the film and like I will rewatch segments of the beginning again, like same viewing, same sure. viewing. And um, yeah, yeah, I've watched it and then rewatched it immediately with the commentary on. Mm. That took a, that took a day. That was a <laughs> was a lengthy endeavor. Oh man, yeah. I don't know where to go for this answer. Uh, there's so many, so many ways I'm getting pulled. I feel like there's like the historical context, like maybe you go for films that maybe aren't as good with all things being considered, but are the four forerunners or the forefathers. So like maybe Citizen Kane or Vertigo, but maybe more modern day examples. Like I think you have to see Lord of the Rings. I think think, you do. And I think again, you could say Sound of Music. Again, you could say Sound of Music. Yeah. Um, 
right? I'm I'm be, I'm kind of sounding like a dead horse with all these questions, but there's a reason those two films keep coming up. There's yeah. a reason. No, so, absolutely. Um, cool. Yeah. So what I want to end up with, and maybe it's not as elaborate, but it's it's been asked. We've elaborated a lot on, on my grading scale, so I have one that I came up with. It's kind of convoluted and complex, and then another that's less convoluted, less complex, but it's more grounded, and it's Marshall's rating scale. So I've got two. We've talked about where those came from, but the question is, where does Brady's rating scale, like, what does it look like, or what what is... What consists of your rating scale? My rating scale is very, uh, it's very devil may care. It's on, like, honestly, it's, <laughs> it's, um, and, and maybe, maybe as a result, it's not the most accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if I watch a movie and I hate it, then it scores low. And if I watch a movie and I can't stop thinking about it, then it scores it scores high and <laughs> right and it's really you know i really just i really just go with my gut i really just i don't i don't give myself time to dwell on it mm. i i always score it immediately after watching the film so it's fresh yep and it's it's so uh, really it's emotion based it's mm-hmm. an emotion and experience based scale it's mm-hmm. there's nothing there's nothing analytical about it there's nothing academic about it it's just very However, I'm feeling when the movie ends, I gauge that very similar to you know when the the nurse in triage says on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate the pain? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's 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 just based on on instinct and mm-hmm. feeling mm-hmm. in in the during the moment of impact. Cool. That's fair. So, uh, there was one question. I don't know. I th- I think I saw it somewhere. Um, okay. Yeah but I think maybe we skipped over it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the quintessential movie snack. Oh. And why? Oh. Do you have an answer? Yeah. To me, it's it's popcorn for sure. Yeah. A well-made yeah, batch again, of popcorn. Yeah, 100%. Yep. 100% popcorn. I think there's yeah. a reason why popcorn reigns supreme. Yeah. Uh, and, and for me, it's that, like, I love a complex snack as much as the mm-hmm. next guy. Yeah. I love nachos. I love, you know fancy dips i love you know whatever Mm -hmm. um but nothing pisses me off more than distractions during a movie yeah okay stop talking don't move around (laughs) don't do whatever you know so uh, people you know people will be like i'll be like hey are you coming we're starting the movie they're like no no no, it's okay start it without me i'll be right there no Mm -hmm. no no and the reason why i'm not starting it without you is not because i care about you it's mm-hmm. because I don't want you coming in and interrupting the movie five minutes in. Right. And right. so so that translates to snacks where, like, it's a complicated snack to eat <laughs> or everyone has to, like, you know, lean forward to the coffee table and, and grab another, <laughs> you know, grab some more of the nachos. Right. Right? Popcorn yeah. is just, like, a uniform. You can eat it without paying any attention to what you're doing. Sure. Um, it's cheap, super cheap. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, and, and it's something that's easily shareable, but also like if you're watching a movie, you know, if you've got, if you're doing nachos, um, you know, you got one big platter of nachos and everyone's leaning in and grabbing stuff and sneezing Mm -hmm. on the nachos and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, chips are just loud and crunchy, right? So again, shut up. I'm trying to... (laughs) Like I'm watching a movie here. Yeah. 
Good Lord. I can't hear what mm. Bill Murray is saying to Scarlett Johansson. Like, can we please? <laughs> this matters. It does. Um, but like popcorn, if, if you're sitting and you're watching a movie with five or six people, you've got two or three bowls of popcorn. Yep. Sitting, like, you know, yeah. it's contained. It's yeah. there. You're doing it yourself. Simple. And and you can just mindlessly eat it. It's yep. It doesn't distract you. You don't have to take your eyes off the screen to consume no. popcorn. No. So I think that I think that's one of the reasons why popcorn reigns supreme as a movie snack. Mm-hmm. Because it's non-distracting. It is. That's why it gets it. Actually, um, I, so if I, that's actually, I've got what, one more what? question, and I know I'm looking okay. at the time. We we do need to yeah, wind it up. Whatever. It's but a, I, I it's a hundred hundredth episode, man. <laughs> Let it fly. This is so. This is actually a question from me. Ooh. Ooh. And w- the question is. What has been your favorite episode to record or to make? And I've got a specific, I think this is the direction I want to take this question because it's hard. To, it, a lot of these episodes blend in some ways, so it's gonna, it might be hard to answer, but I've got, a, I've got an answer in mind. Okay. My answer, and I Am don't I think it's... Oh, yeah. yeah. Am I allowed to say this one? Yeah. Or is that a, no. a cop-out? No, no, no. You can totally say that this one because I don't know because I don't know if it's true, or if it's. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true or if I'm just saying it because. No, I've got a better answer. Okay, okay. We're, you give your answer. Yeah. Well, where I'll go with this is there's a lot of ways I could have gone. So we've had a lot of fun on different films for different reasons. Um. So there's a lot of competing options. We've had a lot of guests on the show, not as many as we would have liked to have. COVID's thrown a wrench and things, so we've we've kind of been limited. But we've had some fun guests, um, both people we've known, both people we've just recently met. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of options to choose from, but I think the one that comes to mind, and I don't think it's our best episode by far. It's one of the earlier ones. It might even be pretty raw. It might not even be that good. I, I haven't heard it since like we released it. But I think the walk the line episode stands out to me the audio is bad the audio is bad and the reason it stands out to me is i think more just the memory of it because that was in our early days we were pretty raw we and i remember watching that film it's a film that you hold very dear to you so it was also the experience of us watching it and us reviewing it's the one time you came to my place it was because you were like we have to watch it in this perfect setting of the sound system and the TV screen. Like it need, has yeah, to be. Yeah, I was like, I need a big sound system. Yeah. I need the TV. I need you yeah. invested. And yes. Yeah. yeah. And you like, usually I make a couple notes. You're like, laptop shut from now yeah. on. Not like. Yeah. I was like, that's the it. movie starts, your pen, yeah. your pen, everything. You just down. You need to give the screen everything <laughs> yeah. that it can get from you. But the, So the reason I'm, I'm, I'm kind of picking this one or at least talking about it is uh, it's kind of reflective in a way. So we were pretty raw back then, and who knew we would make it to 100 episodes? And who knew um, all that we would have done? And, and, you know, the podcast hasn't gone exactly the way we'd want to go. I mean, like everyone's life with COVID, we don't review, we don't go to the theater anymore currently to review new films, which sucks. And we don't record in person anymore, which uh, currently just because of COVID. So there's like certain things that haven't gone our way that everyone can relate to because of the the current world situation. And it is what it is. But there was something fun about that episode where Joaquin Phoenix 
is early on in the film, he's singing in a studio with his, with his band and he's pretty raw. He's pretty raw. And there was just something about that scene that I, I felt resonated with us that like, I felt that's where we were at the time. We were pretty raw. We were still kind of getting to used to our own capabilities, our own voice. And to a certain degree, we're still finding our voice, but it's interesting that, you know, I felt like that's something that was relatable at the time. And it's been a fun adventure 94 or however many episodes since then and it's it's been a fun ride so i thank you for that and it's interesting how far we've come and i thank you and i thank the audience for sticking with us and literally being the wind in our sails so that that's why that episode sticks out to me might not be the best episode but there's some some significance to why i why i said it and and much like walk the line soon we'll be drug addicts so we're (laughs) we're on (laughs) No. We're on the trajectory that we need to be. <laughs> Uppers oh, and downers. Um, no, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's a great answer, and it's it's re, it's it's probably actually really similar to mine. The, the answer I was going to give um, is also an early episode. It's actually an earlier episode than oh, that. Wow. Um, okay. and I don't know what that means, man. That like yeah. the last almost hundred episodes, we've been like just chasing <laughs> that high, but like. Um, <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, yeah, the ones that stick out to me are the ones where we would go to the theater and watch it and mm. then go back to your place and record right away. Oh, yeah. Um, just because it was, again, it was like all of the information was so raw. It yep. was a film that neither of us had seen before. It yep. was so fresh. It was we were hyped up from what we had just seen and we were ready to talk about it. And... um and I think for me, like there was a couple that we did. We did Lion King that way. We did yeah. uh, Spider-Man Frozen Far From two. Home that way. Frozen we did 2. Frozen 2. Well, oh, we no. watched that separately. True, true, true. Yep. We did Joker that way. Um, oh, yeah. But the, I think the one, the, the one that stuck out for me was Toy Story 4. Um, that was like within the top five. Like we, that was like very early. It was very early and it's a very long episode for being very early. It's like over, it's like close to two hours, if not over two hours. Um, And I, and I notoriously hated the film, hated it. Yeah. Um, And just laid into it, like was really (laughs) not pleased with the film. But yeah, there was, it's just, you know, it's that energy. It's, it's, there's something about having both shared the exact same experience for the first time. Mm Mm-hmm. And then sitting across from each other and not just hearing not just hearing the things that you enjoyed about the film from your mouth, but seeing that excitement in your eyes. Seeing mm, that, yeah. you know, that 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 your your mouth is just struggling to to harness <laughs> the excitement and turn it into words because oh my gosh that scene was amazing and and J, J and JK Simmons showed up at the end as J Jonah holy shit holy <laughs> shit like you know all of this in, stuff or, in or to see of... the actual discomfort in your face after watching Joker and, I was just going to say just being like oh this man this scene was amazing and you're like and I'm, I don't know I'm like if I can shivering be in the corner podcast with you <laughs> like yeah. I've got a blanket around my shoulders just shivering yeah so uh, yeah the in person stuff um and I can't mm-hmm. wait to return to that format in yes. some 
some you know some form or another mm-hmm. yeah cool um there's just one if that's all the questions before we wrap up yeah. there's there's bef- and before we say thank you five more times to <laughs> to the person who's listening to this in their headphones as we speak um yeah i just wanted to give a little you know this is funny and we were talking about this on the phone the other day mm-hmm. like um pete and i you know, so we talked about how we met <laughs> and like we were, we still didn't like, I would say, you know, if, if we, it, when we started the podcast, if we would consider, if we could consider each other friends versus acquaintances, we were, we were friends that were like the, we were friends, but the meter was, had the potential to tip to acquaintance. Like, mm. Yeah, we really didn't know each other. We'd never <laughs> no. hung out one on one. I had never just come over to your place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and I was just, and I don't know what possessed you to be like, hey, yeah, because <laughs> I, I just made a Facebook post. I was like, hey, let's do a podcast, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, totally, let's do it. And I'm like, uh, I don't know you, but okay, <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds great. Um. Uh, and so then, you know, and so, and everything moved pretty quick. Within oh, a month yeah. of that post, we mm-hmm. were, we were ready to go. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I just came over a couple of times to your place mm-hmm. and we, we started sourcing out, you know, from a microphone perspective, like what does this show look like? How mm-hmm. is it going to sound? Yep. What do we want to spend? And, and what is, um, what is our audio standards right what what is what will we not settle for less on right um and i think i think i was maybe more particular than you were i was like no this <laughs> needs to sound a very certain way if we're right. going to do it oh for sure um and and you know so we ordered microphones mm-hmm. uh and then we were like antsy just to start recording but was Mm -hmm. like no we will not record until (laughs) until the right gear comes and then Mm -hmm. even then it was like you know we struggled for the first couple episodes we didn't have headphones we were sharing one microphone then we got two microphones and we went through like a couple of different forms of software um growing pains but the moral there's two morals to the story story moral of the story number one we weren't friends that started a podcast. We mm-hmm. were people who started a podcast and as a result have become friends, mm, um, yeah. which is a super weird story. But like it's literally, weird. I was saying uh, it's like some big company was starting a podcast and hired two people separately to come <laughs> co-host it. And right. that's how we met was in the boardroom of this, you know, because yeah. literally the first time we hung out was, okay, well, what do we call this? Mm-hmm. and 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 what does the logo look like mm-hmm. and what microphones are we going to use um <laughs> and really funnily what how often are we gonna like what can we commit to as far as episodes oh. and <laughs> yeah. and once a week which is what we do consistently um with bond it's been usually pretty much twice a week but once <laughs> a week is is what we've kind of consistently done Mm -hmm. uh that was never an option once a week was not in the cards it was like there's no way we have lives we can't do this yeah um 
once a month got tossed around a lot, uh, <laughs> which is crazy because we'd only be at like our our 16th episode right now if we had done yep. that. Yeah. Um, Less if we took like a, a week off or a month off. Yeah. Twice a month seemed like the most likely. It seemed like, <laughs> you know, probably once every two weeks, pr- maybe probably... Um, but we could also fall back on once a month if need be. We were pretty much, but, but the plan was, you know, for the first month, whatever, you know, it was, it was June. It was the end of May when we did the first one. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know what? Our June is both, both of our Junes is, are, are pretty empty. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was like, yeah, I can, I can commit to doing four in June (laughs) <laughs> I can commit to doing one a week in June and, and that's, that'll be a good launching point for us. Mm-hmm. We'll get a bunch of content out there and then we'll, then we'll resort to our, our actual upload schedule. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and so we did one a week for a month and then we just didn't stop. Like we just never looked back. We never, we, we, you know, we kind of, there was a couple of conversations we were, where we were like, you know, at the like one and a half month, sort of two month point, we're like, okay, you know, like this seems to be okay. Like, are we, we're, I'm, I'm good to keep doing this like this, (laughs) if you're good to keep doing this. And, Mm. and I can't, I can't picture like if we were if we were to switch now and do every two weeks, I just can't, you know. There, there's there's been weeks where we go two weeks without recording, mm-hmm. and by the time we get back and we're recording an episode, like maybe we'll do a couple in advance. We'll like bank one or two of them so that we can still release every week, but we're not we're not actually you know recording every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the time we get back in the chair to record i'm so (laughs) antsy to record right right i'm like i'm like i'm like man i want to podcast like i want (laughs) to i want to just talk i want to get in front of a microphone and just talk about movies with pete Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's just so funny that like we're celebrating a hundred uh and there was a very real possibility that right now we'd be celebrating like 15 (laughs) which is crazy but it's interesting nuts yeah, which is nuts. We've done more than that. In we've done, we've done series, mini series that are longer than that. Yes, yes, very so, much so. No, it's been a hell of a ride. Mm. Um, to those of you who are listening to this and go, ah, oh, this sounds an awful lot like a like a farewell tour. <laughs> um, Pete and I are are mid. Uh, mid semi expensive upgrade for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so it's a conversation that we've had. Um, we've talked about how to, you know, how to adjust things so that the show's still possible for both of us. One of those, um, being that, you know, we're currently not recommending films to each other just cause it was, you know, mm-hmm. with 007 and stuff, it was, it was becoming <sighs> a lot to watch. Yeah. Um, but have no fear you know we've reached a hundred and and with the upgrades that we're looking at doing or are, i mean we've already decided on we just need to pull the trigger and do it mm-hmm. um i i i i feel safe in guaranteeing that we're at least only halfway there 
that mm. that I can't see as not hitting 200 mm-hmm. because yeah we're not we're not talking about the conversations we're having are not how do we how do we phase out of this it right. was okay what's the next step look like mm. how yep. do we grow it from here yep how do we make it so. sustainable how how do we improve it and those are the kind of conversations that we have yeah yeah absolutely uh oh and one of those is having guests on the show right that's that's part of what the future looks like and mm-hmm. tim chismar asked oh, on yeah. twitter he wants to know when he can come on the show mm-hmm. tim you can come on the show very soon yes M- message us on on twitter when you hear this message us on twitter again and we will set a date yes Absolutely. tim is a he's a he's a another filmmaker yeah that you know is going to come be on the show mm-hmm. so yeah i've got nothing else to say i think that's it so i think that's it next yeah. week is beetlejuice mm-hmm. probably 99 percent tomorrow and, and tomorrow never dies oh <laughs> yeah it doesn't it doesn't. That's that's what's next, right? Tomorrow Never Dies? Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. What's the next Bond film? Good. Because that's what I watched. So I hope that was... <laughs> I hope that was right. I should have just said Casino Royale is next. Yeah, I should have been like, uh, no, the world is not enough. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, Dale. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this is the first episode you've listened to, that's weird. Uh <laughs> This was me. It's a really weird first episode to listen to, mm-hmm. uh, and if so, our gratitude is not uh, not for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're grateful that you listened to this episode, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, our overwhelming "Hey, I can't believe you brought me all these gifts to my birthday." <laughs> that gratitude is not for you. <laughs> uh, it's to, it's to everyone else. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Please continue to to engage with us on Facebook, engage with us more, send us Facebook messages, um, you know, comment on episodes. It, it really, it does the way the algorithms are set up. If you like or comment, especially share, but even just liking or commenting on Facebook, leaving us a review. Like if you're listening to the show on, on Spotify, leave a review. Uh, if you're listening to it on iTunes, leave a review. Um, all of that stuff even just liking and commenting the way the algorithms are set up really helps get the show out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So engage with us, continue to vote. Um, you know, we, we have so much fun watching you guys vote mm-hmm. and, uh, it's fun. And yeah. That's an aspect of the show that I don't, we've never discussed changing. Um, <laughs> never. Cause it's, it's a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, you know the drill. All of our social media stuff is down below. Check it out. Grab some merch. It's hey man, it's twenty twenty. Go buy yourself a movie men face mask. Yeah. Uh, cause that's super classy. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, just just keep just keep doing you. Mm-hmm. That's that's isn't that's not what I, you know, be keep being you. Mm-hmm. You do you. You do you. You do you. You do you. I will. Okay. What? Me, <laughs> okay. me do me. You do you. Do you.